0: Students of Exeter. Have you craved a nutritious, affordable meal that can be delivered right to your doorstep? Ever considered spending those dull Tuesday nights in snuggling up with your housemates having a curry? Well, now you can. Karana's Curries are a student business based in the heart of Exeter, producing handmade curries with recipes passed down through generations of Asian heritage. There are a number of flavors available to satisfy the spice-phobic among us, as well as the Billy Big Bollocks who fancy an attack of the senses, and all this for as little as five pounds. Go follow Karana's courage on Instagram, and if you use the code the rain card when placing an order, you get free delivery. So what are you waiting for? Pre-order for Tuesday night using code the rain card to make every Tuesday night a little bit less dull. Back to the studio. Hello and welcome back to the rain card with me, Billy Whitten,
1: the Ollie Treasure. So, Bill, how are you doing today?
0: Yeah, I'm doing well, thanks. Sort of recovered after the big three days we've had together at Sussex, but yeah. I'm feeling a bit revitalised and sort of ready to, ready to go with this podcast, mate. How are you getting on?
1: Oh, yeah, really excited for today. It's just the two of us today, as I prefer, just me and you. Yeah. Bit of alone time. <laughs> and, yeah, I'm a bit more sunburnt than I was last time we did the podcast, but we've had a real three really good days in Sussex, watching the uni boys play, and I think that's really got us excited and thinking even more about the cricket season than we were beforehand.
0: Yeah, sun kissed is the right word there, mate. I think you know if, when we turned up on day two and it was cloudy at the start when we were walking to the ground. I didn't think we would need sun cream. Turns out we bloody well did, as I was as red as a tomato at the end of the day. But I think we've recovered well. Sort of the after sun of the aloe vera was applied, and now now I'm doing a well. you look call called golden Billy, actually. I know this. I don't. Know, I don't think I've got a filter on this zoom, but I'm I'm, I'm happy with how what the colour of my skin actually at the moment got like a glow. <laughs> yeah, he's not
1: very good at the moment, Bill.
0: Thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. Right, should we talk about the Saturdays game, sort of whilst, whilst we were there? <clears throat>
1: yes, yeah. I think there's quite a lot to talk about. as It was a real brilliant game for the uni boys.
0: In fact. Yeah, yeah. So we were sort of we went down on the first day. There's a good group of supporters there. Unfortunately, there was no play on day one because of the rain, which was very unfortunate. I thought, but probably for the best. Meaning the next few days we get played. I think safe to say we sort of drowned our sorrows that evening to pass the time. Tredge.
1: We certainly did. <laughs>
0: No more details will be applied, though. We won't give any more details there. Uh, then on to day two, we arrived bright and early. Time of play, Jerusalem was sung. And then we cracked on with the play. I think Exeter lost the toss, but still were put into bat, weirdly enough. I thought it was a bit strange.
1: Yeah, I think that just because Sussex, obviously, their two previous pre-season games, that for those who haven't been following it, got rained off and obviously... For these county sides, I think it's all about getting their overs in in the field. Their bowlers get 15 overs of match practice. So I think that's why they probably went for that in the end.
0: Yeah, very true, actually. So sort of talking about the game exited really well, or not really well of the first things actually. Quite poorly, I reckon. Uh, Bowled out for, what was it, 120-ish? 17, I think. Yeah, it was disappointing. I think some must be said for the condition of the pitch. It was... A, a tough deck to bat on, but still, I think one seventeen. There was a lot more to be desired there. Then, yeah, to the bowling innings. I thought they did really well. I think. What can you say, John Turner picking up a, a yet again another FIFA? Like, How good is that man?
1: He was he was unbelievable. I think when I think my favourite spell of his was um, on the morning of day three, and and he picked up another couple of wickets then, and he yeah. was so so good. He looked like as good as a from from the eye from the stands. As good as sort of a the proper real season pros out there, he was levels above the rest with the ball.
0: Yeah, well, I thought I thought he looked the best bowler out of, out of both sides. I don't know if that was controversial. Yeah. Or not.
1: and the crap. And can I just say a huge shout out to Johnny Connor for the grab for his fourth wicket it was one of the best catches I've ever seen in
0: my life. Yeah, one one handed at first, arguably Jamie Baird's catch, but we'll we'll move past that one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, sort of the de- then the debutants took the show, didn't they? Really? Akshay came in, got three on his university debut. Uh corner with 26 the, of the bat play. sorry?
1: And he got twenty-six of the bat in the first innings. Looked quite good as well. So Yeah. Good debut for him.
0: Uh, and then on to the main man, Mr. Mr. Geffen. Mr. Geffen managed to turn up against against the county side. I don't know if that's a first class hundred or not, probably not, but what innings that was, looked comfortable from start to finish. Took the bat took the batsman on or the bowlers on. Bad balls were put away, and yeah, just a, a perfect innings, I'd say.
1: You, I think that you summed it up perfectly there by just saying it was the perfect innings. If mm. if Ricky Ponting was from uh, Guildford, it would look like that sort of really <laughs> nice hooks and pull shots. Uh, he was one that like six stump line that was short. He was hooking away through mid-wicket, making everything look really really comfortable. Great footwork, and I thought it was a real great innings overall.
0: Yeah, and sort of from there. I don't think anyone else really contributed with the bat. I think barely got 30 odds from that in the second innings. But other than that, the, the play was closed called an hour early. It was called an hour early, which is a bit of a shame. But very positive for the Uni boys, I think. A lot they can take away from that game, sort of really taking it to a county side, albeit with their youngsters out, but still, I thought it was a really good performance.
1: Yeah, they look really good against the county side, which has a lot to go into the buck season. And another shout I want to give is Cardiff University beat Glamorgan the other day. So it really shows how quite how good these sort of uh, university sides will be this year, and I'm sort of really looking forward to uh, seeing them go come April and May.
0: Yeah, I think it gets us more excited for Bucks, doesn't it? So sort I'm of hoping that we might be speaking to a few other universities in the coming weeks about the Bucks season coming up. But just as extra fans, you know, we have we've, we've only recently returned to the Prem. Last season was not the best one for us, but now we can definitely have faith, looking to push on into that top four and make a semi-final spot. I think.
1: It's definitely, I think, if there's going to be a year, we've seen the boys that we've got. uh, So we're really hoping to get through. And the other thing is, I think the ECB have now said that first team bucks cricket takes priority over second team cricket, like county second team. So that means hopefully we'll be keeping the likes of Dylan Church for a bit longer, uh, Luke Charlesworth or John, if they're not playing for the ones. So hopefully we'll have a couple more boys in around the squad for longer, which hopefully just means we can maybe beat the likes of Cambridge and Oxford and Leeds and make Cardiff maybe, because I'm hoping we'll be, we'll be Solent. So that will put us in the top four.
0: Exactly. I think one win against those big sides doesn't it?
1: Yeah. I think Loughborough will be a real challenge considering they filled 11 pros last week.
0: Yeah. Christ, that is, that's quite daunting and also as a fan, quite exciting to see. Yes. Uh, just Pete, we'll, we'll touch a bit on the off-pitch stuff that happened at Sussex as well, why don't we? As, as that was our experience of the game, uh, we managed to meet a few a few fine cricketers, didn't we? We managed to meet the Pajara and Mister Ollie Robinson as well. By my meals. Yeah, and the the quickest bowler in the world, according to me. Yeah, it was pretty cool
1: seeing those boys around. They were all really nice and friendly. Got pictures with us. Took sort of a minute out or two to talk to us. They clearly didn't want to be around a load of drunk uni students but sort of they were really really nice and made the day better for us so thank you to those boys if, if you are listening to the podcast thank you very much
0: i'm sure to was shared around the sussex dressing room i'm sure he'll be sharing it to Virat coley as well so we can only say king coley as we know you're listening shout out to you <laughs> i think one, one thing must be said as well for sort of the uh the attitude of the Sussex players as well during this game is it sort of I noticed it deteriorated throughout the game I thought they started off really well and as soon as Exeter sort of started providing a challenge and providing a part of the game and then just sort of turned to a bit more harsh sledging is what I heard
1: I think when they're not used to uh, the opening partnership being sort of 80 odd and then Birdie and Gethin putting on I think they put on 77 and Gethin really took. Took, took it to them, sort of really aggressive, and they weren't probably weren't expecting that. Although expecting yeah. to the roll the boys for a 120 and um, have a nice cup of tea with their feet up in the dressing room, but that's not what happened. I think they were just a bit shocked about how good the uni side were.
0: Yeah, I think that's a great way to put it. I think speaking to barely directly, he was there were a few choice words to him as, as, as the, after he launched Carson for a six towards towards uh, Cal Corner, but. They need to learn how to how to win and lose with grace. I think.
1: Yes, definitely. It must be quite embarrassing for them to be hit for six by a man who is probably no taller than five foot five. So,
0: <laughs> and that was that was when he was off zero off nineteen as well. That was his shot to get off the mark. <laughs> but yeah, sort of way to get off the mark. To be fair, so yes, yeah, so, it's so a bloody good start. That, but yeah, I think. Finish up with Sussex and the 1s. really, really positive performance there. I think we can very much look forward to what we're going to be seeing come the 13th of April against Loughborough.
1: Yes. And there's one last thing I'd like to say about that match was speaking to Alex Barrett, our head coach. And we were all really chuffed. He's like, I don't know why you boys are that chuffed because these are really good cricketers and they should be able to compete with the boys at this level. And as they proved, they did. And I think that's really just an exciting sign to see for Bucks
0: cricket. Well, that's what Barrow said today. Yes. Okay, yeah. That's the attitude you want to be seeing, don't you? Very much positive attitude being like, yeah, we deserve to be here. And they proved it, didn't they?
1: Should we go to the next part of our pod, Bill? Yeah, mate, you take it away. So this week we're playing a little game that I've been seeing on my TikTok quite a lot with football teams. And so we're going to make a draft out of the England side playing in the Ashes this summer. And we're going to take it in turns to pick a player and then, after both our 11s are complete, we'll put it on our Instagram poll probably on Thursday after, afternoon or Thursday evening. And you get to vote which side is going to be better. And we'll just go from there. So we can pick any position at any time. It doesn't have to be openers, then down. Yes. Yeah. Sorry. Any position at any time. Yes. Cool.
0: Cool. 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 Get a five to choose who goes first.
1: Mm, uh, yeah. Done. I start. Okay. Yeah, go. Five, 10, 15, 20,
0: 10. Mm. 10. Spuds. Five. Fine, yeah.
1: That was you, that was you. That was me. I'll I'll take the win there. I'm just writing out my numbers now. So you're going to start, Um, right? You can start with, I am going to have my number four batsman in Joe Root, a man that averages 50-plus, scored 10,000-plus runs. I think any England side would want to have him in there, so I'm taking him in there straight away.
0: Cool. That's not a great start for me there. Yeah. who am I going to go for? I'm going to go for... I'm going to go I'm going to go for an open. I'm going to go for Ben Duckett. I think there are a few... I, I, I've been, yeah, I haven't got the stats here, but I think I think just sort of he's the one opener I would say is definitely in at the moment. So, you know, have a few question marks right him. So I'm going to go Duckett for a, a safe pick.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's quite good considering that just the other quality of openers is nowhere near that much. Yeah. I was yeah, thinking yeah. of doing the same thing, but I think I'm going to go for a bowler here and i've got to get jimmy anderson in there so i'm going to put
0: him in at 11. yeah your size looking pretty strong at the moment. i can't lie i can't lie at the moment uh i think i'm gonna oh i've just written anderson in my team for some reason ignore me that uh i think i'm gonna to have to match the bowl as well i'm gonna go for sussex born and bred ollie robinson i think he would be bar maybe anderson one of my first names on the sheet I think in england as well you don't you don't always need express pace we're going to get on to later i think you more need nibbly bowlers that will provide you with something and i just think he's been so consistent in the past 18 months that he has to be in there yeah,
1: he's very true he's probably been the best steamer for england in the last 18 months so i like that pit and for of the last the best players for england in the last 12 months i'm going to put harry brook in at five about, about, averaging 80 plus. Sort of really aggressive, epitomises Basball. So I'm having him in there at
0: five. It's a good one, I think. Based off, based off Bazble, then we're going to have to go with the skipper, Mister Mister Stokes. I'm gonna, I'm gonna float him. I'm writing my paper. I'm gonna float him. So I'm not sure he's going to bat yet, but he will be in my side. That is confirmed. I think the leadership that he's been able to provide, sort of setting by example. One thing I would say is he hasn't always been up to up to great form recently. Do of you agree with that? Yeah, I think Captain C's
1: got the better of him. He's obviously struggling with a couple of injuries, but I still think having him in that side for the moments that he provides, this is going to be in the ashes. He's going to provide those moments.
0: Yeah, I think for sure you're right. I just sort of looking at the bowling, you are then putting him, if he's batting at six, you're putting him at six as just a batsman. And sort of, there are so many, I'm not saying take him out, but as in when he was bowling, what an attractive option he was. He'd be bowling 50 noses every innings. Whereas now, I'm not sure he could actually do that.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah. He used to build real long spells. So, I think I'm quite envious of that pick. But I'm going to go a bit rogue here. I'm going to go Johnny Bairstow, but he's going to open the batting for me.
0: Yeah, I I could see that one coming for me there. I can see it. I think Bairstow will be the interesting one, won't it? Will he be fit? Will he not? Will he he come in to open the batting? Will he replace folks? And I, I have no idea, mate, to be honest.
1: Yeah, it yeah, could be three instead of Oli Pope. There's quite a lot of things you could do with them now.
0: Yeah, and I just think, I think it's going to be very exciting, mate. If he's in, wherever he's in, could be a flop at the top of the order. But you, I've heard Stokes he might be going up there actually.
1: Yes, yeah, I've, I've heard that. I'm not, I'm not too sure how I feel about that, but we need to go and see how it all feds
0: out. Yeah, I know where you're coming from, but I think just keep Stokes in his lane. Stay in your lane, fella. Go down to six. Stop, stop Stop! getting involved at the top of the order. <laughs> uh, this is my pick now.
1: Your pick, Bill. Okay.
0: I'm going to go for Ollie Pope. I'm going to pick him at three. And he's going to be wearing my gloves. He's going to be my keeper. He's your keeper. Yes. Nice. Yes. I think if you pick him later, we'll touch on that. But yeah, he is my keeper, Mr. Pope. Mm, I'm going to go
1: for Anderson's partner in crime, Stuart Broad. Probably hasn't been as good recently. I just think this is more a pick on the name alone, really. Here, he's done it for so long. I still think a summer in England, if he's fit, he's going to be unbelievable. So, I've got him in
0: nice. That's nice. I am going to go for what I'm going to go for. I'm going to go, go for my spinner. I'm going to get Leachy in. I'm going to get Leachy in at 10. I think he is at the moment by far the best spinner in the country. He has the overs in the legs. I think. Another option you'll probably get onto later, Rayan Ahmed. He's another option, but I just don't think he's been playing the amount of games and getting the amount of overs in international cricket to sort of warrant playing four or five tests in Ashes. So I'm going to go for Leech at 10.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. He's the best spinner by a mile. I've got five or six other options I'll probably come on to later when I talk about my spinner. But I just don't think any of them are really nowhere near leech level just in terms of consistency and giving you 25 over the day. So yeah. that's gutting for me, but I'm going to go number seven. You didn't have them, but Ben folks
0: yeah,
1: and he'll have the gloves.
0: Do you think? Well, yeah, let's just talk about Ben folks briefly. What do you think that he's offering a lot more as a keeper batting seven than just sort of saying best or hope they can have the gloves? Do you think it's that? It's that needed that we need a with a really strong glovesman.
1: I I think you should back your your top six to score to score runs. If he comes in, he averages 33 in cricket. Uh, Ferso averages 37, Pope averages 33, albeit 39 under Baz. So they average four and six more respectively than Ben Folk. And I think he's that much better a wicketkeeper that the difference is actually marginal. Okay. So that's why I've gone here. I think in England, having a good wicketkeeper isn't as important, but I still think he's so good that I want to have him in my side.
0: Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Fair enough. I'm going to go for a number seven and that's going to be Chris Wokes. I've been a fan. I of... thought, I hope you were. I was, going to go, go.
1: I was hoping you weren't going to go and pick him. because I thought I could sneak him in a bit later.
0: Yeah. I've been a fan of Wokes for a while. I think I've told you this before that in England, my God, he's deadly. And I just, I think he's always been very underappreciated. I think, you can say something about David Willey in short format cricket. Chris Wokes in test matches has been very underappreciated the last few years. Always been sort of left to the side. But I think this is time to shine in my side.
1: Yeah, definitely. Hoops it in England. Loves playing at Lords. Loves playing at Edgebaston.
0: Mm.
1: And that's two of the tests, at least. So that's a real, real big. I'm sad about that one, Bill. Yeah. Sorry about that, mate. Sure, pick uh, me. Who am I going to go for? I'm going to. You can pull the flag of this if you think this is cheating. I'm going to go for Moeen Ali and bat him at six. Is that allowed?
0: Yeah, it's fine, mate. It's fine. He was on my list. I wasn't going to pick him. He was on my list. Yeah, I was just thinking, because he's probably,
1: he's, like, realistically, he's he turned down the opportunity to play um, Red Bull cricket, and I think for the Pakistan tour. But I still think if, if he says yes, he's much better than the likes of Rayan uh because he offers more with the bat. And he's better than Leach. Uh, I mean, not Leach, Livingston uh Will Jacks, Dan Moriarty, Amal Verdi, Don Bess.
0: Mm-hmm. So I
1: think he's sort of the best of the rest. As you've got Leachie, I'd quite like to have Moan Ali because he can bat a bit as well.
0: So you're not going to go for a genuine spinner then?
1: No, I think between him and him and Ruti you can get enough overs out of spinners if you really need to.
0: Yeah, fair. Uh, right, this is when it gets tough because I've got I've got two seam ops, two two seam spaces that I need to fill. But I feel like once you pick one, I'll then straight away pick the other. So I think I'm going to leave that for now. Uh, actually, what I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to pick, I'm going to pick Sam Curran. I'm going to pick Sam Curran. I'm going to put him at eight and then move Robinson down to nine.
1: Another pick that I'm jealous of. I wanted one of Curran or Wakes, but you have got them both.
0: Yeah, I think, I think you getting Broad and Anderson was good because I, I was going to pick one of them. So I should have gone back to back with you, but. I think we bat deep there. Even Robinson at nine can still hold a stick, as we saw on the nets on, on Sunday. So I think my team is batting deep at the moment. I'm pretty happy with how we're shaping up.
1: Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, there's something to be said about batting deep, which I don't think my team will do as much. But I'm just going to go for... I think I've now got the three best team bowlers, if they're all bowling well. And I'm going to go for Jofra Archer at nine.
0: Mhm. Yeah, that's fine. I think... The only thing like, question I would ask about him is is he gonna get you through a series? I think if you've got
1: if you've got Moween, who when he's last played Test cricket out in India and against India 2021 20, summer, yeah. um he he's got you through overs, he's bowled he's bowled long spells, he's been economical much more than he has been in his past. So I think he can bowl you long spells, which gives you the freedom to have Joffrey to bowl much shorter spells. And you've got Broaden and Anderson who you know what you're going to get from them. So then I've got one more seamer to probably provide that. So who have you got bowling for attack? them?
0: What's your bowling attack at the moment?
1: Uh, I've got moeen at six, yeah. folks at seven, who's obviously keeping, and then I don't have a number eight. And I've got Archer, Broad, and Anderson.
0: Okay, uh, right. I'm going to look for a batsman here. I'm, I'm running out of options, to be honest, mate. I'm I'm going to go for a man who is a versatile player and. It won't come it won't come as a surprise that he's ended up on my team. It is Dan Lawrence. Need Dan
1: think. Lawrence for getting
0: there for you, Bill. We, he, I mean, unless I'm missing someone obvious trade, there aren't many people that can bat at four or five that are English. So I'm I gonna put... there aren't. I'm gonna float in there, and then I still need to find another batsman. But Lawrence sort of I think he, I think hard done by is a, not a nice way to put it, but as in he's gone to all these tours in so when we went to New Zealand, he went there, sort of Pakistan went there and he just hasn't played a single game. He loves England A though. <laughs> does Dan Lawrence? But yeah, he's gonna yeah, be. He does love game. a bit of England A. He's gonna be my side. I'm just gonna try I'm gonna try and find another batsman whilst you take a pick. So what I'm gonna do here is, because I think he'll be
1: the first batsman you'll sort of see. He's gonna bat at three for me. If you've got Ollie Pope, I've got probably the man who's got the best technique on the county championship. So I think he won't he won't be getting you hundreds week in, week out. I think I'm going to go James Vince. He'll get you a thirty. He'll get you a forty. He'll do a job in there for you. And he's also a great leader. And in fact, he's going to be my captain. He's going to be like when Mike Brearley played for England. He's going to be a specialist captain because he is the best captain in the County Championship circuit. So I think he can do that job for me, captaining the side. He's got loads of experience playing cricket. Played for England before. And when he was given a prolonged period of time in the England setup, especially for uh, against. Pakistan I want to say in 2021 um he's got a ton in the one day stuff and looked really really good sort of a runner ball in the one day stuff and then the other thing I'd like to say with James Vince is his England career could be completely different if he didn't get run out by a magnificent bit of fielding by Nathan Lyon in the first dash of the ashes so I think he's really really good I'm just hoping uh he can sort of get me those 30s and 40s I need
0: maybe true but captaining him captain over root
1: yeah I'd I just I just want Root to bat. I don't think the captain's that important role as people say it is. And I think he's a better captain. He might not have the test experience, but he's a really, really good captain.
0: Fair enough. I see they're coming from there, mate. Uh I need a number four, mate. And I'm really struggling here. Uh got a few names in my head. I've got Mr. Abel in my head, who is yet to play a game. That's my head talking. I'm gonna oh it's so uninspiring, but I'm gonna go down Milan.
1: I'm going to go yeah, down. I thought he was the other one I was debating with uh, James for. I think they had two of the better options.
0: I think I'm going to go Milan, sort of in, in all England formats, one of the best players, I think, having played all three. I think looking at him recently in the 50 and the 20 over stuff, he's just very consistent. He does the same thing every time. I think if you put him at four and just say, mate, rotate, sort of strike at it, strike it 50 to 100, I think he'd be able to do that for you. I also think that having that more recent experience in England share compared to Vince is quite important. Sort of being around the setup, understanding the side. Like Vincent's been in there since what? Quite a long time, has not he? I, I can't remember the last time I saw him playing for England.
1: Yeah, Vince hasn't been in in the uh, Red Bull stuff since May or April 2019 against West Indies. Yeah, he's been away from it for a while.
0: Interesting. So that's that's my pick.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that's a good, uh, another good pick. I'm going to go to my opening batsman. I'm going to go a bit left field here. I'm going to go for Ben Compton, who opened the team for Kent last year in County Championship Div 1, averaged 60-plus, averaged got 56 in first-class cricket. Uh, I think he's 26 years old, so obviously Dennis Compton and his father also played international cricket for England. I just think he's a real, real top player. So he's going to be my opening batsman with Johnny Burstow.
0: Can't say I can comment on how good that guy is, but good luck to you, mate. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go for my number 11. And with my bowling attack at the moment, sort of got Robinson. I've got Wokes. I've got Curran. I've got two all-rounders that sort of nibble a bit. I need a bit of express pace. So I'm going to go for Mark Wood at 11. I think when I was picking, I was going to pick between Woody and Arch. So when you went Arch, that made my decision quite easy. I think Woody can guarantee you a bit more, a bit more consistency as well in in overs. And you know that he's coming in, going to bowl five overs and come off. Whereas I think Archer, you're slightly unsure how many overs he can slash will bowl. definitely
1: but i'm just yeah i think woody's great sort of bowling serious heat rushing the batsman when marlott and smith have put on 150 for the third wicket or second wicket he can come in there and really rush the batsman so it's definitely a good pick that one thank you man and now i've just got my number eight to go i'm looking at the list and it's looking quite bare I've already got a, a spinning around, so I don't, I don't really want to pick a Will Jacks or a Liam Livingstone. So I think I'm going to go for another Seema. As as it's in England, I've got that spinner. I've got four really good Seemers. I'm going to go for Matthew Parts, who, when he played last year, looked really, really solid. So he's going to be my number eight.
0: Matthew Parts, yeah? Yes. Interesting. Okay, is that is that your 11 complete then?
1: My 11. you just got an opening back to find.
0: Yeah, I've got a list here. I've got... Oh, the... I don't really want to go and delve into the county championships. I don't know enough about it. I've got a list of Crawley, Burns, and Jennings. Did Jennings have a good county champ season?
1: Yes, yeah, he had a really good county championship season. He's got a triple ton.
0: I just, I, out of principle, I don't want to pick Crawley because I think he's been garbage, and he always looks like you're going to get him out. I think Burns has had his time. He's looked good. I don't even touch on Sibley as well. Just doesn't doesn't score any runs. So I'm, I'm going to go for Keaton Jennings to open my batting. It's a
1: London pick. I'm very glad that we didn't discuss that Crawley at all there because that would have really made me angry.
0: Yeah, I very much wasn't going to pick him. I was the only reason I would pick have picked him if I didn't know, didn't know anyone else.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there was definitely a sort of lack of real good opening batsmen in England. So I had to go for a guy who's never opened the batting for England <laughs> and a guy who plays in the county Championship because you got a duck and there's no one else that can really do it.
0: I don't think Jennings is a bad pick though you know he's done it before if he's had a good season then why not give him another go but they they just will they will play Crawley won't they
1: yeah uh, 100% I think they're going to be playing Crawley and just before we go on I've got a couple of names here who are just unlucky to miss out on the sides Should I just reel them off
0: yeah yeah of course mate Uh,
1: obviously Crawley Burns and Sibley Sibley and Burns I think actually are quite good cricketers but probably not very bad in their approach yeah. I think Will Jackson, and Liam Livingston are very much more bad ball players who really could sort of progress the side with a bit of spinning option and sort of have a strike at 100 or something. So they're quite good. And then Moriarty, Bess, Verdi, Armoured, all the spinners you could have gone for. I'm not sure how good they are. Then I've got Ollie Stone here as well. The other express pace bowler, but I think Wood and Archer are just a bit better than him.
0: Yeah, I think you've named everyone on my list. I think I had Potts. I think I had Popley on there as well. There's maybe an outside chance. I don't know whether yeah, Dharma as well. And a rogue one I had on there was Josh Butler. Yes, I I, I, I didn't write him down, but I, I did
1: think about him because he is so very basball. Mm, maybe two that maybe two batsball though. Yeah, he's he's never really done it in Test cricket, has he? No. Should we read out our sides then? Start with yourself, mate. Is. So one, I've got Johnny Barstow, two, I've got Ben Compton, three, I've got James Vince, four, I've got Joe Root, five, I've got Harry Brook, six, I've got Moeen, seven, Ben Folkes, eight, Matty Potts, nine, Jofra Archer, ten, Stuart Broad, and 11, Jimmy Anderson.
0: It's a good side, that. I've gone with, open my batting, Ben Duckett and Keaton Jennings, Ollie Pope, at number three with the gloves as well. Aaron Milan at four. The star boy, Dan Lawrence at five. Captain Fantastic, Ben Stokes at six. Chris Wokes and Sam Curran, seven and eight, sort of interchanging. Don't don't mind where they go. Uh, Nine, Ollie Robinson. Ten, Jack Leach. And eleven, Mark Wood. I think they're pretty, pretty even sides there, to be fair. We've done done quite well. Yeah, I
1: would love to see if those two teams could play each other and who would win.
0: Yeah, because I think I think one thing I'd say is you have embarrassed, to, I reckon you you might possibly move him around. I don't know every day. But...
1: Yeah, you could open with James Vince, maybe, because he's got really solid just technique. Mm. So another person you could probably
0: open up with. Joe Root's open for four, but I want to keep him at four. Because he's so good there. Yeah, of course. I would I wouldn't move your best bats around, you know, stick with the formula that fits. But yeah, we'll, we'll get them out, we'll get those out on the Instagram over the coming days. Once again, Zoom has cut us short, but we will not be stopped by anyone so we're back for the quiz treads do you understand the rules you've got i do understand the rules should i just repeat for anyone who's listening for the first time
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, so in the quiz normally i'm the quiz master and i ask all our guests the quiz but this week we have no guests so i'll be taking on the quiz you'll get five questions each question were three clues related to a different cricketer if you get it from the first clue you get three points Second clue, two points. Third clue, one point. Then your whole score's tallied up and we're going to have a leaderboard coming out this week after both me and Billy have taken on the quiz. Are
0: you ready to go? I'm more than ready. Okay. Player one. Clue one. I made my test debut in May 2016 versus Sri Lanka. May 2016
1: versus Sri Lanka. That would
0: have been an England
1: boy in that first test. I think that was it. Was that, was that the one at Old Trafford who made the day Old Trafford against Sri Lanka? Mm.
0: I'm going to say Adam live. It was not Adam live. Blue two. I'm an England world cup and hundred winner.
1: The hundred bit isn't really helping me out here as I'm not the biggest hundred fan, but But it's a world cup winner. So I'm going to go through this logically. Um, Mm. It's not Jason Roy who made his debut of um, T20 or one day World Cup winner. 50 over. 50 over. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Not Jason Roy. It's not Alex Hale He made his debut on Boxing Day in 2015. Not Joe Root. Uh, not Owen Morgan. It's not Johnny Burstow. Josh Butler no he made his t- test debut before then. Um, it could be James Vince. He's he's an option. I've got to go through bowlers. It's not Plunkett. It could be Mark Wood. The clock is ticking. Chris Wine, who's made his debut before then, not Joffrey Archer, not Moe Alley. In my head, it's between James Vince and Mark Wood. And James Vince definitely has one that was Southern Brave. James
0: Vince. It is James Vince. Correct. And hot. That, that made me think, Bill. The third clue would have been I'm the current Hampshire club captain.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. Two points is a good start. It's a good start, mate. On to, on to question two. Clue number one I've scored over 2,500 runs in test matches with a top score of 96 and an average of 32. 32.
1: that N- Nirishan DiGuela? <laughs> it is. <laughs> <laughs> you got that. Could you scored a test 100? And I think I Shane Warne scored more test runs than him <laughs> and scored a test 100.
0: <laughs> okay. Uh, that's ridiculous. Jesus I'm, I'm happy with that one. I thought he was one of my harder players. I, was,
1: I think that is very niche, but I just knew it. That's ridiculously
0: niche. Yeah. Okay. Next player. Currently on five. Already beat. Already close to churchy. Uh, clue number one. I've only played one test match for my country. Averaging
1: thirty six, one test match country. So I'm thinking I've got a couple of names in my head at the moment. I think maybe Paul Sterling. He only played one test match for Ireland. I'm thinking James Faulkner, but I don't know if he averaged that much for Australia. Um, English one cap wonders recently as that, no, uh one one Simon Kerrigan. No, they all aver- they all bowlers. Uh, I'm going to say Paul Sterling because I've got nothing else in my head uh,
0: you're incorrect clue number two I've scored over 2,000 runs in the Sheffield Shield with a top score of 255 not out he only played one test match
1: correct so if he's playing in the Sheffield Shield I'm pretty safe to assume that he's an Australian uh, Batting average of 36 is that the man with gorgeous hair is that Will Pukowski? it is Will Pukowski. well well I'm. Um... I'm happy with that one. That that was a difficult one, actually.
0: I was going to go on to say that he suffered eleven concussions in his career, and is currently on an indefinite break from cricket.
1: a great player though, or when he was playing.
0: Yeah. Okay. Question number question number four. This is now. Question number one. I made my test debut in March 2012 against Sri Lanka, and only went on to play for a handful of matches.
1: Maybe March. 2012
0: against Sri Lanka.
1: He only played a handful of matches. I don't think you've shafted me with someone really difficult. So I'm going to assume in my head that hopefully he's English, Australian or South African. English player. Is this Nick Compton's cousin in Ben Compton? It's not Ben Compton. No, it's
0: not. Uh, It's
1: not him. I mean, Ben Compton's cousin, Nick Compton. Sorry. Uh,
0: It's neither. It's neither. So don't worry about that. I was dropped by my country in 2009 over fitness concerns, eventually costing me my central contract. Uh,
1: the only one I can think of is Big Samet Patel. Is it Big Samet
0: Patel? It is Big Samet Patel. That's a really good guess as well. You're on fire today, mate.
1: I'm on fire. Do you want to know a fun fact about Samet Patel?
0: Yeah, sure. He balls
1: and throws with different arms, so he throws with the right arm and bowls with the left arm.
0: Wow. I did not like that. Fun fact. Okay, I've got a player number five. I'm gonna I'm gonna take a few bits out of these clues because these seem too easy. Uh last player, clue number one. I made my test debut in twenty ten against Pakistan. Against Pakistan,
1: that could either be Australia played them in one test at Lord's, Steve Smith and Tim Payne made their debut, and we played them later that summer. I'm trying to think he might have debuted then. As mentioned sure that debuted, Owen Morgan might have debuted. Um they're sort of the names that are in my head. I'm gonna go for Tim Payne.
0: It is Tim Payne. It is Tim Payne. It is Tim Payne. Get him there. <laughs> I think I'm that one was slightly easy, but the other four players, I think you've done really well to get them.
1: I was very, very tough with Dick Weller.
0: Yeah, that annoyed me actually because that was my one where I was like, he's not gonna get this. I'm I'm very I'm very tough with my score there. Well that puts you on 12 out of 15, which is almost unbeatable. I think this is
1: good. It's like someone. There should be very few people that if you watch the chase very few people that beat the chaser yeah so maybe if someone if there will be probably people coming on who will get there or thereabouts but i'm i'm happy that that's the standard that's been set up from me because if i got a five out of 15 it'd be pretty embarrassing
0: yeah well i would have liked you to fail but you've done pretty well there unfortunately
1: thank you very much bill well thank you very much for your support as well and liking me to fail
0: <laughs> no worries mate no worries Anyway, that
1: concludes another wonderful podcast. I'm sad it's over Zoom, but yeah. Billy probably had enough of me spending the last four days with me watching cricket <laughs> and drinking some pints. So, Bill, is there anything you'd like to say to everyone?
0: Yeah, sort of. Thank you for listening again. I know we can't bring the guests that we wanted to this week. This is still in the works. I can promise you that we are trying our best to sort this out. I think next week we'll probably be over Zoom as well because you, be you won't be back in Exeter yet, will you, Tredge? We won't, no. No, so i have to do it over there. I'll see if I'll I can grab an X to worst comes to worst, but I promise that the future looks bright for the rain card. Pardon the pun. Very bright. Yeah. So, mate, thank you for joining me today.
1: Thank you, Bill. And thank you for the questions. It was nice to be on this side of the things today, so I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, it felt odd, but somewhat familiar.
1: Yes, <laughs> indeed.
0: Yeah, so thank you guys for listening. Pay your rain cards correctly, and we'll see you next week. Goodbye.